Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week we bring you a fresh slice of online content, sorting through the likes, the memes, the insta-queens, the swipes, the scrolls, and the Twitter trolls. Together, we're laying down our 21st century digital legacy. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. Welcome back, Earth Callers. Thanks again for tuning in. This week, we are taking our trusty hard drive, which is increasingly full, let's be honest. I don't know how many terabytes we bought, Ed, actually. Maybe we didn't think quite (laughs) that much about you know, our capacity. I think we... 10 terabytes? Yeah, 10 terabytes. Well, how many episodes have we done now? This is 14 or 15. But yep. uh, I think we're, we're still very much in the megabyte world. We're not we're not troubling the terabytes. Although perhaps we'll have to upload the videos, um, which we should yep. actually start doing. We should upload the videos of these. And this week, we thought we would have a look at a platform that everyone is familiar with because that platform has basically taken over the world of communication in the last year and a half during this pandemic. That platform is, of course, Zoom Video Communications. Get it trending. <laughs> it doesn't need to go trending. It's very much already trending. Absolutely, exactly. So today we're talking Zoom and the transformative impact it has had on many of our lives throughout the past 18 months, or indeed, well, I suppose, about a year. Coming up to the year anniversary, it feels like 18 months. But it's uh, quite quite an incredible platform, which has enabled us all to communicate throughout the pandemic. And as always, I thought, as though I would give a, a little brief synopsis of Zoom and how it came to be. And it's actually a, a very interesting story, one of grit and determination, as is so often the case with, uh, our, yes. with our social media platforms and how they came into existence. So Zoom was founded by a guy called Eric Yuan, who is originally from China. And in the 1990s, so, oh my God, 90s, he watched Bill Gates talking about the internet. And as I said, he was based in China and was in his 20s. And Having watched this speech, he was inspired and he decided that his dream was to go to the US and go to Silicon Valley. And he started applying for visas to get into the US. And as people know, and as has become increasingly difficult in the Trump administration, it's very tricky to get a visa. Um, And he actually ended up applying eight times to try and get admitted to the US, this guy. And finally... After struggling for two years, he got his visa on the ninth occasion and made it to the States in 1997. Now, he didn't really speak fluent English, but he was extremely good at coding. And so he arrived in Silicon <laughs> Valley and, um, and was, was welcomed into the fold uh, as an extremely good coder and started working for a company called Cisco WebEx. Now, I don't know whether you've come across WebEx. I slope. think that reminds me of some kind of... I've definitely seen a Cisco pop-up on some computer that I've used in the past. I don't know if it was at my school. I just remember finding it bloody annoying and closing it immediately. Well, I'm very glad that you say that because you're you're quite right in some ways. It was a precursor to Zoom and is a very clunky piece of meeting software that Mm. was used Mm. by lots of big businesses. And he started working there. And, you know, by 2007, the company was worth X billion and 
Yuan got increasingly frustrated because whenever he talked to customers, e.g. you, everyone was like, dude, this sucks. This is just like a <laughs> shit platform. And so he got the idea to develop something that didn't suck and did the same thing, but just way better. And so that's how he founded Zoom. And he kind of poached about 30 people from Cisco WebEx to take with him. And lo and behold, um, it started taking off purely because it was a better user experience. And it started growing and growing and really hit its stride obviously last year and just to give some context so in December 2019 so pre-pandemic in those blissful days where we had Wait, no pre, idea pre, pre-pandemic what is this what is this time you speak of <laughs> <laughs> exactly the the halcyon days the pre-lapsarian pre-pandemic <laughs> days pre-lapsarian very good yes. that refers to the fall of um of the yeah, of man the fall, yeah, the fall yeah. of man you know yes, the garden of eden man. stuff don't eat the apple bloody hell it's you know if if there's a talking snake that comes up to you he's a lying <laughs> bugger just ignore him there's um, plenty of nice fruit look at the blueberries they're very <laughs> bloody tasty or take a pear take a pear from the pear tree just don't take the bloody we won't we, we won't go down the uh the genesis story but i mean there's a lot of lot of gold to be had there Ricky Gervais does a brilliant uh, routine where he talks about how, you know, these doling out gods doling out the punishments and says to man, you know, you're going to have to toil the earth for the rest of your days. And, and Eve, you know, womankind will have to endure the terrible pain of childbirth and comes to the snake. Let's bear this in mind, the snake who fucked everything up and goes, <laughs> you, Master Snake, you will crawl on your belly for all your days. And the snake goes, <laughs> not really a punishment for a snake. I mean, don't, yeah, well, exactly. Don't I, I already, I already oh, do. No. <laughs> um, anyway, if you told but, me I had to go around doing cartwheels my whole life, that might be slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I wish I could fly like normal. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, but... So back in those prelapsarian days of the pre-pandemic era, Zoom had 10 million users a day. 10 million, nothing to be sniffed at. Certainly, you know, that's the size of Sweden um, logging in daily. I think Sweden's about 9 million. And they were bumbling along very well. I just want to connect to my family in, in Tromsø, <laughs> which is actually in Norway, isn't it? Come to think of it. Okay, sorry. I just want to connect with my family in Göteborg. In Göteborg. In Göteborg. <laughs> Ah, mama, mama, you have taken the pintery inside. Uh, got bad there, yeah, sorry. How is Papa's Gravitax? But anyway, so all of Sweden was using Zoom uh, at the end of December 2019. And then a months later in March, they had 200 million daily users, which is kind of crazy. So 20x in the space of a couple of months must have been bloody difficult keeping up with that. And, you know, 200 million, that is the population of Russia. So Mm -hmm. basically Russia plus Sweden, because I think Russia's, what, 180. So a lot of people logging in. And that led to, of course, security concerns, people Zoom bombing, you know, where you'd get a class full of kids and then someone would just, like, bomb in and just start swearing and uh, making lewd remarks. So they've had a meteoric rise, which has not been without pain, but we have come to rely on it and I've been very, very um, happy to have Zoom as a as a crutch. I mean, imagine if we'd had this pandemic before Zoom. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I have to say now, everyone, and I don't want to boast or anything, but I was actually a very early adopter of Zoom. I was oh. definitely among the, the Sweden population of, <laughs> of people using it. And even before then, I'd say I started using it in, in around 2016 when I was teaching English remotely. And I just remember sending off Zoom links to, to potential clients or people that I had to have a trial lesson with. And they would 
inevitably get back to me being like, uh, what is Zoom? <laughs> how, yeah. how do I... Do you have Skype? I'm like, God, you'll see. You'll see yeah, when this world program. is stricken by a terrible viral disease. That's when you'll see. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's become this amazing crutch to lean on. I think it's also it's also so universal that everyone now knows, you know, about as the the complexities and the different potential outcomes of Zoom meetings and whether they are funny or quite tragic. I think I think as well though, if you imagine this pandemic happening in two thousand and five, when everybody's literally at home with like a brick Nokia that they can play snake on, I mean it, it literally would have been a disaster. Like the internet wasn't at a point where you could entertain yourself using Instagram, TikTok, watching Netflix, you know, it really would have been a very different setup. And so yeah, in a way Yeah, I think not to go too philosophical on this, but I actually think that it's not necessarily we can't really say that it would have been a disaster with with hindsight i think humans are infinitely adaptable and humans can you know find things to do in in all sorts of situations and so zoom has obviously helped us you know remain connected with people we love and with you know our work and um it's given us this kind of social outlet but i don't know i also think that it's on the downside, it, it means that we're glued to a screen a lot. And I'm sure people can relate to the idea of Zoom fatigue, which is this feeling of just being very over remote meetings and them actually draining you to the point of just inertia afterwards. For sure. But I mean, what would you have been glued to in 2005? There's nothing else to be glued to. It's not like you're out and about. Like you're, glued, you're bored out of your mind. Not at all. I mean, boredom is not the worst thing that you can experience. Boredom is actually quite a privilege, I think. To be bored and to have possibilities to express yourself, whether that be creatively or intellectually, reading a book, making something out of papier-mâché or whatever. <laughs> I think that's... They, they do say... Yeah, shout out to papier-mâché. Thank you very much for sponsoring this episode of Earth Calling. I think humans always find things to do and, and it's it's having screens now as our first port of call is is merely a kind of uh, convenience that we've found. Well, look, all I can say is that I'm glad I'm on Instagram and TikTok rather than playing marbles or outside with a couple of twigs in the in the in the, in the garden. <laughs> but we digress as always. And so I think that gives a brief and hopefully useful synopsis of how Zoom zoomed to where it is today, reaching new heights. And Laszlo, I think you want to bring a particular example to the listeners today. Absolutely, I do. And uh, I think the best place to start is with a recent dramatic event. And by dramatic, I mean it in in the truest sense, a, a, a quite a piece of artwork, basically, a play that... <laughs> that somehow rolled out over over zoom and i'm referring of course to the famous parish council meeting of hanford and the presiding <laughs> temporary council um meeting holder should we call them uh, jackie weaver who has since uh, kind of soared to recognition in the uk now shall i just uh, pause i'll just pause there just to give a little bit of context to perhaps some of our non-uk listeners i'm not sure how far jackie weaver and her zoom meeting have yeah. gone i hope they've gone global but essentially <laughs> this was a parish council meeting which essentially means a bunch of locals who are very interested in the upkeep. well hang on yeah when you say a bunch of locals let's you know let's be honest they're a bunch of quite old men and women you know they're not it's not kind of like yes. you know the, the the 16 17 year old politically motivated teens 
No, so yeah. typically these uh, parish council members are sometimes older members of the community who are interested in its upkeep. And one of their meetings descended into a bit of a fracas, shall we say, and has subsequently yep. gone viral. And Laszlo, why don't you set the scene and yeah, walk us through what happened? Well, in this two-minute clip, which I implore you all to research and watch, you see a meeting recorded in speaker view, which means that whoever's making the most noise basically is the person that the camera turns to. And it's it's utter chaos because this lady, Jackie Weaver, who's been called in to host this meeting, and it's just utter chaos because the chairman's there, he refuses to acknowledge Jackie Weaver as being the host of the meeting, but she, of course, wields all the power. So you've got this chairman who's saying... You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. None at all. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then she, she just removes him from the meeting, doesn't she? And then there's a, she, there's the other guy she, who's on, it just says Alid's iPad. It's like, well, hang on, who's Alid? Yeah, and that's what exactly. a strange name. And he gets very cross. There's two people on Alid's iPad, and, I, and whether or not it's Alid himself, but he's just saying, she, she just kicked him out. Yeah, she's kicked him out. She kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny because the, the person to the right on Alice's iPad, you, ca- you can only see their chin, but it's a very active chin. It's yeah. kind of going, what, what? Yeah, trying to calm down Alid, isn't he? So, or whether it's Alid or not. So, yeah. no, stop it, don't, don't, don't. And then Alid is very mobile on the couch. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, says something can't. like, I'm the deputy, I take charge. <laughs> Read the standing orders. Read them and understand. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. So good. Yeah. But then there's a guy, there's a random guy. You see this other sort of, so those are the, the key protagonists in this wonderful drama. And we call it probably, a, is it a tragedy or a comedy? It's probably a tragic comedy. It's a, it's um, a tragic comedy. And, and you see these these are the three. So you've got Alid, you've got Jackie, and you've got the um, the original kind of, was it the counsellor? Anyway, whoever it is. Yeah. And then you have a, this cast of other characters, including a man named John Smith, who... <laughs> For some reason, is not on mute, um, but just is cackling away. And so, on the speaker view, you just see him go, <laughs> uh, but it's chaos. But it was extremely amusing, and I do encourage everybody who hasn't seen it to Google it and take a look. Perhaps we'll include a link in the show in the show notes. Another fantastic example that has exploded over the past couple of weeks, which again, I'm sure that virtually everybody listening will be familiar with, was, of course, the (laughs) lawyer who was, I think, based in Texas, who dialed into a courtroom meeting, but unfortunately had his cat filter (laughs) switched on to his Zoom. And the most hilarious thing ensued, whereby he was trying to trying to explain that he was fixing it and his assistant was there. And then this uh, completely absurd, I mean, it just really underlined the absurd times that we're living in where you had one of the judges say, I think you have a, a filter on there. And he said, yeah, I, I, I know, uh, I know, judge. I got my assistant here. We're, try, we're trying to work it out. And then he has this fantastic line where he goes, um, I can't seem to fix it, but... Uh, I'm 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 here live, Your Honor, and and I'm happy to go forward with it. Uh, I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then the judge just goes, um, uh, "I can see that." <laughs> 
Well, the, the, the beauty of it is, Poor of course, bastard. that he can't see that. For all intents and purposes, he is talking to quite a forlorn-looking um, cat. The, the cat looks so forlorn, and, and the, I have to say the, the filter is very, very realistic in that yeah. the mouth of the cat actually moves with the lawyer's mouth. My favourite part is actually the very first sound that the, that the guy makes. When the judge has pointed out, it's like, you seem to have some kind of filter tw- turned on. The guy just goes... Ah, uh, <laughs> it just makes this kind of. He's like, ah, uh, I, I, I can see that. It's amazing, yeah. So that's obviously <sighs> subsequently gone viral, and that judge has been um, interviewed, and I think he has now subsequently fixed the the filter. And in fact, having done a little bit more digging, it wasn't just these judges who have fallen foul of the kind of filter settings. In fact, there have been a couple of other great examples, one of which was an Italian priest who way back in the beginning of uh, all of this, back in March, April 2020, when let's not forget, you know, things were looking absolutely awful in Italy. And this uh, Did he have his was... Pope filter on? Well, he didn't filter. have the Pope filter on, no. um, <laughs> which would have perhaps been blasphemous. But he... Um, he instead had had he was broadcasting live on Snapchat and had a sort of filter cycle going through, and so there he was delivering this mass in in uh, in Italian. And on the one hand, he suddenly had kind of gangster glasses and a joint <laughs> sticking out of his mouth. The next moment, he had a sort of spaceship helmet on, all all the while kind of trying to make a, a quite sincere homily. And you can see that he's watching himself, just mortified, and doesn't know whether to try and sort of stop and then switch it. And the other. The other one I wanted to briefly mention was a very high-powered boss, I think at a consulting firm or something like KPMG or, or whatever, who she essentially came on as a potato and couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get rid of it and so slightly lost the gravitas, but they all just ploughed on ahead with the, with the meeting. Yes, filters are, of course, the ultimate downfall of any serious businessman these days. And I think, Ed, it could be wise to talk about some of the personalities and characters that we all know and love from video calls. I think you've you've actually dug up some some of these, haven't you? Absolutely. And I think, you know, over the past year, we've got very familiar with certain stereotypes of the sorts of people that you'll get on, on your Zoom meetings. And so, yes, I thought it might be fun to just run through a few of these. The first is, of course, the person who is always on mute. And... You know, yeah. at the beginning of every meeting, you know, it's almost the the boring one, but um, you know, it has to be called out because it's absolutely infuriating. Where the meeting will start and someone will say, "Oh, you know, Michael, have you got the numbers on you?" And then Michael will be sort of mouthing his response, and then go, "Oh, sorry, guys, uh, I was on mute." It's like, "Yes, Michael, we know you're on mute because we were literally <laughs> just watching your mouth move and no sound was coming out." And yeah, the yeah, I work. think that's that's probably number one in the least necessary statements to yeah. make on a Zoom call. <laughs> I was on mute. So, oh, you were on mute. Okay, cool. So you weren't just miming with your camera, with your microphone switched on. Got it. Got it. Cheers, Mike. Um, So no, that was that was the first one that sprung to mind. I think you know there are several others. Two that I would like to call out are semi-linked, and those are the person that always seems to have a pet often a dog in the in the Zoom, and the other is the ch- children who feature in the Zoom. So often someone will be like, oh my God, this is my cat, and he's a little bit grouchy today, but um, you know, it's okay because <laughs> uh, he hasn't had his biscuits and he's going to be a little bit more charming later, aren't you, Mr. Tickles? And you're like, okay, well... Yeah, I mean, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Tickles, uh, Mr. Tickles just looks pretty bored, to be honest. 
And and of course you can't be sure that Mr. Tickles is isn't in fact a judge in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Tickles is in fact a Texas judge. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a cat. I, by the way, there's a fantastic comment on the I'm not a cat video with a guy just saying who writes on the YouTube video he just says sounds like something a cat would say. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah just impossible to, to to gauge whether he was or was not a cat um but you know you have yeah you have the the friends or colleagues who will often brandish their dogs or cats and to be honest like you know i'm not saying that any of these are necessarily a bad thing a mute is extremely irritating but cat and dog and kids you know they're quite good like the kids are pretty funny because it's like oh everybody say hello to tom and then tom's like sort of shouting you know basically screaming that he wants to have his dinner um because he's of course a three-year-old toddler and that's what three-year-old toddlers yeah. do um and it's like oh can we get the quarterly earnings reward daddy give me my fish fingers it's like oh you know yeah. and actually i have to say watching some of these zoom interactions I, I i do feel very glad and very hashtag blessed that i'm not at home with a family of absolutely three. absolutely i mean i you know my my dear colleagues love them all they're great a few of them have children and in the in the moments where they aren't on mute and therefore their microphone is yeah. is very much out in the open in their in their flat you do just hear you know they're trying to say something like so of course you know it's very important <laughs> that we hit our quarterly yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah, I, i've probably just broken my own microphone there doing that squeal yeah um, apologies but... to the eardrum popping yeah yeah but it really is. I do. I, I totally agree with you. To be a, a parent in these days, wow! I, I honestly tip my hat to you because that is just yeah. uh, a very very tricky, very. Um, it must just be unbelievably tiring. You're doing your full time job. You're homeschooling. You're you know being. You're wearing every single hat under the sun. Yeah. And you don't get paid for it. Yeah, no, exactly. I think I think you know, hats off for sure because it's it's bloody tough. This next one though is a bit more niche, but I think if we actually consider it, we are all familiar with somebody who does do this. And this is somebody who clearly is just staring at themselves on the Zoom. <laughs> so you know how you can have like different views, and one of them is like everybody's in the gallery, one of them is sort of you. Um, when you're speaking, but etc. Uh, etc. Et there are those people who are just not quite looking at the centre of the camera. They're just like looking slightly off to the right because that's where they are. And I'd like yeah. to call these people. Uh, I think this is kind of the Narcissus character, yes. named of course after the Greek character who fell in love with his own reflection in uh, in the in the pond and and was so upset that he could never be with himself that he uh, died. And um, yeah. Hence where we get the word narcissist, actually, isn't it? But so, yes, there's definitely the narcissi on these calls. Do, do, you, think, do you think some of these narcissi, they just kind of pin their own video and just... Yes. Kind of like, you know, it's, it's like their whole desktop is just a, a mirror, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'd yeah. also like to, to, to maybe propose a sub-character here, which is not the person looking at themselves, but the person who's clearly got, you know, to their left, their small little laptop, which is, you know, the webcam's pointing yep. at them. And then to the right and quite high up, they've got their monitor. Yep. And it's a person who's kind of like, he's, he's yeah. looking, you know, like, <laughs> looking at the side. It's clearly, it looks like he's daydreaming, but he's not daydreaming. Yeah. It looks like he's looking out the window, just wishing he was somewhere else. Yeah, he must yeah. get a really cricked neck. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's all of that, sort of the people who haven't quite got the view set up correctly, or the people who dial in from like their iPad, so you just see like the bottom side of their chin for most of the call, yeah. or the person who dials in from their walk when they're outside in the garden and they're just like wandering around, so the sound quality is terrible. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... Um, 
there's all these different people and of course you know let's be honest that there will be we will be one of these or sort of some some fusion of them all um i suppose the the other one is the person with no video who just kind of is just there <laughs> the lurker, lurking. the lurker yeah and then and then and then when they pipe up it's kind of i, I kind of think Sorry, you, you think you have a right to speak? You yeah, know, yeah. You know, yeah. you're sitting there with no video on, and then all of a sudden saying like, "Well, Mark, I totally disagree." It's like, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, Terry, you've just sat there for thirty minutes, you know, not not showing us your lovely, you know, yeah. middle aged face, and then all of a sudden you think you can just contest Mark's very well presented, detailed economic plan. You have no authority, Terry. No authority <laughs> at all. Um, but waiting but, room. Oh, exactly. But you you have the people with no video. You have the the kind of crazy quirky cool guy who's got some pretty zany backdrops going. You know, oh here yeah. I am in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. All right, mate. Like, you know, it's yeah. funny the first time. Like, yeah, exactly. okay, you're on a beach in Hawaii, and actually your exactly. camera is not very good, so it's actually very glitchy, and you kind of think, yeah. But which one are you, yep. Laszlo? If you were to sort of characterize your Zoom behavior. So now, I would introduce a. <laughs> A, a new character here, which is the the, the Joker, and it's it's oh, a bit unfortunate. God. Look, I don't like awkward silences, and above all, I don't like digital awkward silences. So in my in my company calls, when you know there's 25 faces just sitting there with the the red microphone in the bottom left of mm. their screens, all muted. Maybe our you know head of operations is is talking about the the plan for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll just I'll just chime in. I'll just do a little cheeky joke, and they're often very bad jokes. They're often very either terrible puns or just something which is just slightly awkward. But and I kind of see a few people bobbing their heads in approval, laughing. Yeah. You know, but I'd say the majority of the time they bomb. Um, but I can't help myself. But the weird thing about, you know, cracking jokes as well on Zoom is that, as you say, most people are muted. So even if, you know, things have gone down really well, no one's actually going to hear any laughter, right? So every joke, by definition, if everyone's muted, goes down like a cold pint of sick. Um, exactly. You're just left exactly. there being like, oh, well, if in the person, you guys would have been all rolling <laughs> all over the floor. I yeah. mean, you it's know, almost it's... worse when one person is unmuted yeah. and they kind of give a half a half laugh. So you kind of say like, oh, what did the banana say across the road? Oh, splat. And the person goes kind of like... <laughs> and you're sitting there going I, you know i wish there was actually total silence for that joke. yeah you know leave it to people's imaginations well it's like when that. when something really important gets announced or somebody says they've got promoted or somebody gets engaged or somebody's had a child and then you know awkwardly everybody tries to show their their sort of their congratulations but they just clap in silence it's completely bizarre everyone's yeah, there going they, oh yeah um, or, or even worse they they just tap on the thumbs up emoji yeah so, you know you got you got kind of four or five thumbs thumbs up and it's kind of like these people it, it, there's there's nothing less kind of exciting about four people just doing a little thumbs yeah. up in the corner of the screen after your company's just raised five million in venture funding but i i totally get your 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 views on the awkward silences i mean particularly at the beginning of the meeting where i think to be honest people have got a lot better at it where people just roll on in and they just sit there in silence but certainly at the beginning people were like um this is awkward like what do i do do i sort of say something so bad 
They should Sorry actually zoom. I, do they have this? They should do some sort of elevator music, you know, some kind of lobby lounge music. Like, yeah. Actually, so a, a couple of my colleagues have experimented with this, and before presentations, they'll have some kind of background music. One of them chose um, some kind of medieval inn music. So it's kind of like got this, <laughs> this, this plucky... Exactly. Exactly. This kind of loot. You kind of fit... You kind of feel like you're in the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, which for, for, for people who haven't seen it is is. Uh, well, and then everybody gets, and then everybody gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's muted. not ruin it for the viewers who, for some reason, haven't watched uh, yeah. season two. Spoiler alert: everyone gets muted. <laughs> well, Ed, I think that leads nicely to a segment which I'm going to repeat from last week, and I introduced last week the new fun little show called mm. Laszlo's Listicles, which you will remember well because you kind of performed rather well. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this all week, actually. Here we go. Very good. So the list in question this week is is called The 10 Most Awkward Things About Video Calls. Mm-hmm. And I will eliminate some for your benefit. So there were 10, but I'm going to eliminate one which is called The Pre-Chat, which is talking about mm-hmm. awkward, awkward pre-chat. I'm going to eliminate one called regrettable background noises because we've already talked about toddlers screaming and mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll eliminate a final one which is called the invisible man slash woman the participant who mysteriously keeps their video turned off <laughs> leaving a black square where their face should be now with that in mind with those three eliminations i want you to try and guess two of the things that feature on this list and you've got three t- three tries i'm going to be harsher because i think it's easier than last week so hit me what do you think are the most awkward things to happen I'm just trying to sort of cast my mind back to the hundreds, if not thousands, of calls I've had over the past year um, to think about the real kind of toe curlers. And I, I would say that the, the openings are always what get me the most. But I suppose one particularly awkward point can often come when somebody's connection is just completely fried and therefore they're trying to make quite a serious point, but their audio keeps cutting in or out or their video is like chopping and they keep kind of jumping in and out of the meeting. Is that one of them? Very good. So the dodgy Wi-Fi delay is yes. number two on the list. And this is... Oh, yeah, but you're right, though. The delay is actually... I didn't quite nail that. So I, yeah, I should have been more specific. So the delay is wonderful. And my internet connection is terrible. And so quite often I'll be on a call. And yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like I'll just say something and then you know, 30 seconds later, I'll hear, yeah, yeah, okay, no, interesting point. Yeah. I'll have already made made another one, or m- more likely. Um, I'm not sure I quite agree with that, Ed. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you say you say sometimes you're on a call, you know, and you do this. Well, I'll just tell the listeners that quite often Ed on Earth Calling Recordings is doing this, and, you know, mm. it's kind of like he's tuning in from Kamchatka, and we've got this 15-second delay between things that we're saying. Or Alaska, perhaps, with the uh, very crappy internet, which is a bit of a throwback to our Netflix yes, episode. Yes, look indeed. It up. Yeah. Look it up. Again, yeah. we, we, we weave an interconnected web <laughs> of references. That's the beauty this, of Earth Calling. It is. And this, will, this will, of course, be reflected in the naming of the folders which we have on yes. the hard drive, just to make sure the aliens have an easy time connecting the dots. We'll link through exactly. some, you know, we'll have some hyperlinks linking um, exactly. through the folders with, with our complex Ethernet uh, it is a complex labyrinth, but we will lay the crumbs like Ariadne. For some reason, this this has quite a Greek theme, this episode. Very but, Greek. Um, Narcissus, yes. Ariadne. You lost me yeah. at Nar. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So the dodgy Wi-Fi delay, you're right. It's awful. You know, someone is speaking. They're talking about something very important. All all of us, all of us, all of us, all of us, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they two trailer park girls go running outside, running outside. Exactly. So very good. One one out of your three attempts done, and you you hit the bullseye. Okay. So is there something around? screen sharing and they have like an awkward window open so you know let me just share my screen and then you see that actually you know sarah's been looking up you know divorce flights to flights to istanbul <laughs> oh yeah divorce counselors will be good maybe maybe looking up divorce counselors in istanbul uh no unfortunately that is not on our list but i oh, do come on. I, I do i do like the the thought okay well that should be in there um because yeah. that's like super awkward how about something around getting people's names wrong because they're not shown on their no because you normally have the name yeah it's tough i'm not gonna lie it's tough but such is the nature of the brutal game that is lazarus listicles by the way it doesn't promise you know an easy journey no no it's tough it's tough again i feel like odysseus you know kind of or, or hercules <laughs> right, even okay okay Ed, that's quite <laughs> enough on the greek bloody mythology front me. yeah and then two more were the long-winded wrap-up, the challenge of ending a call when you have nowhere else to be. So saying I've got to run doesn't really cut it when, well, yes. <laughs> everyone yes. knows. Yes, this is great. This is home. great. Yeah. So I would I would actually just have a little uh, pause here and talk about um, the Zoom quiz, which yes. you know, or Zoom drinks, yes. which which were were very much a feature of lockdown 1.0 in uh, March 2020, and you know it was great. Everyone's hopping on house party. Everyone's having a work drink. It's like, come on, guys, we'll do like a little Zoom quiz. And at the end of those quizzes, there'd be that terrible moment where it's sort of 8:30 p.m. on a Friday, and there are people who just don't want to be there. They want to, you know, go and I don't know, drown their sorrows alone in their in their flat, and they can't get away from the call because, as you say, there is literally nowhere. That that you could legally yeah. be so yeah. you, you have to say oh I, I just need to i'm really sorry i need to pop out for my one exercise of the day for 15 <laughs> minutes it's like but but alan you went for a jog this morning like, oh no no that that was for essential items <laughs> yeah that was my essential shopping for the week but you did that yesterday alan oh um yeah so and there's always that scramble. I don't know whether you find, but once one person has has sort of decided that they've got the courage to leave the leave the Zoom quiz, then everybody like falls Absolutely. like dominoes, and it's it's, it's almost like being left holding holding the bomb when you're kind of <laughs> left at the end of the call with uh, with the very keen yeah Sandra you know, yeah or kind of Michael who 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 loves the quiz and um, yeah and is is very keen to continue chatting. Cool. Well, I think. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week. As ever, please do give us a like and review on Apple Podcasts or give us a download on Spotify. And if you head on over to Instagram, you will find us at earth underscore calling underscore pod. One other thing I'd say is, you know, a couple of you have been in touch about things that you'd like us to talk about. Please do all um, send in whatever suggestions you have. We are keen to cover as much important content and add it to our bunker as possible so feel free to get in touch slide into our dms on insta and what are we what are we looking at next week Laszlo? yes well next week we charge onto the platform that pioneered ugc otherwise known as uh, user generated content the ugc 
UGC uh, chanted no one <laughs> and in doing so and in doing so gave birth to the blogger and the vlogger and that platform is of course YouTube so please do join us next week as we'll be filtering through the many different videos out there and as always thanks so much for tuning in earth out <laughs>